beautiful souls. It is so good to be with you again today. And we hope that you're having an amazing week and just have a lot of patience and grace. Again, it seems like, um, depending on when you're listening to this episode, that uh, the ugly little pandemic is starting to wreak more havoc again. And so please just be patient with each other, show lots of kindness and love and um, just keep pouring love as much as you can. We know sometimes it's difficult and it's not easy, but um, you can only control what you can control and just keep um, remembering that, okay? So without any further ado, we are going to talk about a very not-so-pretty subject, which is passive aggressiveness. And I think we probably all know somebody who's passive aggressive and perhaps maybe we even recognize that a little bit in ourselves sometimes. So let's take a look at all the different ways that we can show up that way and see what we think. So let's go. Today, we would like to do a little bit of pouring into great communication. Because as we know, one of the most important things in our life is, is having good communication with anybody that is in our life, right? It's it. It just makes life feel better when we are all communicating positively and kindly and with respect and 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 just saying, you know, what it is that is on our mind. And so when that that tends to go and wonky is where we end up with a lot of relationship issues. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been like scrolling and reading all sorts of stuff. And I came across this fantastic little article in the in Insider Health and it was talking about passive aggressive behavior. And I'm like, ooh, let me dig into that. And um, because we all of us know somebody, right? Oh yeah. We all know passive aggressive. That's a passive aggressive. I was gonna say we've probably all been passive aggressive at some point. Oh, ew, not me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, we will as we go through, we'll have to do a little self-reflection, Danielle, to see if we've had a few moments of yes. passive aggressive behavior. <laughs> um, but no, I'm sure that everybody is because we all get in, yeah, we all get in a little, a little mood every now and then. I'm sure we all have been a little passive aggressive for sure. You're right. <laughs> own it, own your shit. <laughs> all right. So uh, yeah. And it was really fun to kind of see it, which we'll, we'll unpack here is how many different ways you can show up as passive aggressive, which was kind of, I think you said too, is so interesting. I was exactly. like, passive aggressive, no it's one thing. Right. I had no idea. And I think that's why, like you said, we'll all have to do a little self-reflection work. And I think once we kind of go over these different ways, you'll like find oops, that you, oops. at one point, yeah, you've, you've done it. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that sounds like something I might have just maybe have allegedly done. Yeah. So <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, yeah, exactly. So anyway, so just to give a little credit. So, um, it's a recent article just published actually last week in Insider Health by um, uh, Rebecca Strong and Myra Mendez, which we'll put in the show notes in case you want to go check the article out. But, you know, this whole area of that you and I do, which is pouring into ourselves and pouring into others and communication is just one of the biggest buckets in, in what we talk about. So if there's something that we could do that's really beneficial is to really be able to recognize when we are not communicating as well as we need to, and also recognizing when we're around some pretty toxic people who are not communicating well with us. And you know, what do you do? Like, how do you manage that and deal with that and address that? And that is some delicate business, right? So you gotta learn how to use your communication positively 
with a bad communicator. Right. So that's, that's the challenge of that, but Hey, let's, let's just jump right into this. And there are seven, I believe it's seven, 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 yeah. this is crazy. Seven, uh, ways that you could look at um, passive aggressive behavior. So you want to hit us up with the first one? Yes, absolutely. So the first one they talk about is stonewalling. So essentially that happens when someone stops communication altogether. Um, And they talk about how this is one of the most toxic forms of passive aggressive behavior. Um, And also the leading predictor of divorce, which I can totally see, right? I could totally see that. And not just divorce and like marriages, but fucking divorce in relationships. I'm divorcing you as a friend because I am not down. Any type of relationship. Absolutely. The relationship Uh, ender. I feel like when you're at this point, it's like, you've just stopped caring. Yeah. You've stopped caring. Like you don't even want to try anymore because you know, like just communication is done. You're refusing to engage at all without any explanation is what they say. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, that can be really hurtful. They say that oh. too, which, yeah, absolutely. If someone just, if you're the person who's continuing to try to talk and the other person's just like not giving two shits, it's like, exactly. <laughs> that hurts, that hurts, you know? Um, and, people, and you can remember this one because I know people say, it's just it, talking to them. It's like talking to a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Frustration. Yeah. Hurt hurtfulness, you know, like just all those things. Um, yeah. They say it's associated with anxiety, lower relationship satisfaction, less intimacy, obviously like, yeah. yeah that, uh, and duh. poor communication. Um, examples would be the silent treatment, acting busy or distracted to avoid conversation and suddenly leaving the room in the middle of a conversation. Oh my gosh. That's like, if somebody is, if I'm engaged in a conversation and somebody just literally walks out of the room, Oh my, gosh. oh my gosh. Like, yeah. That, uh, uh, <laughs> what do you do in that? What you do? Yeah. Like, what? Like, You're doing what? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> well, then so, here, another form of passive aggressive might come out. <laughs> yes. Led to it. Oh, it's actually number two, sarcastic comment. Oh, yeah. Followed by number two, <laughs> sarcastic. Like, what the yeah. hell? <laughs> like, okay. like and, and just going back to that one, just from before we get to sarcastic comments, is like, Hey, if you're somebody, it's okay if you're finding yourself triggered and you're, and maybe what's going to come out of your mouth is not what you want to come out of your mouth, Uh but that's where you say, Hey, I'm feeling a little, you know, triggered. I'm feeling a little uh, anxious right now with this conversation. I don't want to say or do anything that I'm going to regret. So I need a minute. I need an hour. I need a day, but I promise I'll come back to this, you know, da da da. But of course, somebody who's passive aggressive is not going to be that highly, you know, evolved to use their words. Right. But, um, but yeah, that one right there is just, it's just, that's a slap in the face, but anyway, so yeah. So stonewalling number one, yeah. yeah, If you've ever had the silent treatment or somebody's avoiding talking to, or they're walking out of the room in the middle of of talking to you, that's some bad. I think what else we could talk about with that one too, is radio silence, like text messaging, because, you know, we text and email so often these days, no reply. No or, reply. You know, because I work with a lot of teenagers, they'll say things like, 
I left her unopened or <laughs> I left her unread, right? So that's like the, the notice that right. you send someone a text that receipt that comes back and says that they read it or whatever. Uh-huh. So leaving them unopened or unread like that. Same that is that's absolutely a virtual form of stonewalling. I'd imagine virtual so, stonewalling. Yes, yeah. let's add that to our list. Yeah. yeah. So none of that is good. Obviously, no. it doesn't feel good to have it be happening Painful. to you. And yeah. we'll get later. You know, if any of this, you know, is like, oh gosh, <laughs> I might be the giver of some of this. Then you know, we can we'll talk about that at the end. But I think all of us have been on the receiving end of this, and we know how it doesn't feel good. So number two, sarcastic comments. So, gosh, this is like. This is probably one that we've all done, right? Well, yeah, I think that I don't know, maybe people, I don't know if I necessarily, yeah, I guess I did realize this is a form of passive aggression, you know, whatever, but maybe a lot of people don't. Yeah, because we kind of try to categorize this. I'm just being funny or I'm just like, ha ha. But as we know, behind every joke. Yeah. It's a little bit of joke. You can't take a joke. Just just take a joke. (laughs) So it talks about this is that um, it's veiled hostility. And an example of this might be, uh, rather than saying, it really bothered me that you didn't remember my birthday, the uh, sarcastic remark <laughs> might be, hey, thanks a lot for my awesome birthday present. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I don't think I've ever said anything as, as quite as horrible as that, but I'm sure in some form or another, you know, I've probably said thank you for something that somebody didn't do right? <laughs> as a form of why the hell didn't you do that? Right. Right. And it's like, it's like you want them to know that you're hurt by something. Right. But instead of allowing yourself to be vulnerable and have perhaps a difficult conversation and open yourself up to saying, you know, that really hurt my feelings. Instead, you try to hurt them by making some sort of sarcastic comment that, you know, um, will probably strike a nerve with them as well. So it's kind of like, you know. Yeah, well, it's digging back. It's almost yeah, like poking the bear. Hurt you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm hurt, so I'm going to hurt you back. And, 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 you know, sarcastic remarks are not an attempt at communication. They're an attempt at hurt, right? Yeah. So the, I think the person who's into sarcastic remarks is really is avoiding confrontation altogether. Right, yeah. right? and vulnerability too. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you don't engage, you don't have to be vulnerable. I can just right. be nasty and poke at yeah. you and show, show this, you know, throw this comment at you. And now, you know, I'm mad, but now I'm running away. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to leave the room. <laughs> yeah. That person probably doesn't have many friends. <laughs> no, probably not. I don't think a passive aggressive person has very many friends at all, actually. Right. As, if, you're like, through here. if you're chronically passive aggressive. Chronic. Yeah. No, no, that's just ugliness altogether. That's just low yeah. vibrating ugliness. Yeah. yeah. And I never would be, I would, I mean, that's a hard stop for me. Even if I get around any, any sort of relationship where I've, where I see that I, I'm out. I oh, for out. sure. Yeah. Can't do it. Um, it also says that a passive aggressive behavior is rooted in a person's lack of self-esteem, just like you're talking about in fear of conflict, fear of confrontation, fear of rejection. So you know, it's, it comes from a place of, of lack within side ourselves. So if you, mm-hmm. you know, are dealing with a little bit of any of these tendencies within yourself, you want to kind of reflect in and say, you know, well, why did I respond that way and do a little more reflectiveness for yourself on that and, and make some little pivots, but, and then, and also understanding that those people around you, even though it's, I mean, I'm not going to, 
I'm not sticking around to fix anybody with passive aggressive behaviors in order to have them in my life. They're going to have to do the work on their own, but realizing that there is a lot of work that has to be done there because it's all coming from just a lack with inside. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the next one? The next one, and this is one that might be a little more tricky to identify as passive aggression, um, pretending to agree. Pretending. Pretending to agree. Yeah. Yeah, So when someone verbally agrees with an idea that actually bothers them and then later breaks said agreement for their own needs, that's a form of of passive aggressiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, So an example they give, say a coworker proposes a change to a project. You say it's fine when it really isn't and then sulk about it later. That's passive aggression. Right. So basically, yeah. So basically it's not being honest. It's, it's all to avoid conflict. Avoid. Yeah. It's, it's conflict avoidance. Yeah. Yeah. So if you just, and again, you know, being vulnerable and just being okay with maybe having five seconds of uncomfortableness, you know, and just speaking your truth and what you feel. And if you don't like the change, just politely say, you don't like the change and maybe suggest something else. Right. Rather than, and I feel like we do this a lot. Like, oh yeah, that's great. And then behind their back, oh my God, did you hear her idea about the change? It was ridiculous. Like, <laughs> that was she, terrible. Oh my God, yeah. like all the time. Just lean into the discomfort a little bit, have mm-hmm. that uncomfortable moment because it will pass. It's fine. You're not going to, I feel like this type of thing hurts people more than if you were to just say you didn't like it in the first place. Absolutely. I mm-hmm. totally agree. And it never usually, it's never usually done with that at that moment, you know, anything that's passive aggressive tends to come back around. Right. Yeah. And that's uncomfortable. Yeah. So let's just get rid of the discomfort now. Then they'd probably just deny it. (laughs) Yeah. Go into denial. Yeah. That's a whole other like level. Right. So pretending to agree to that could also be, and I don't want it to get mixed up with pretend. I think this word pretending is so important. People pleasers will often agree with people. Right. Mm-hmm. They'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, that is, you know, because they're trying to people please. They're not really actually, I think, being passive aggressive. I think they're just more into wanting to be liked and wanting to say, oh, that's good and wanting people to feel good. I don't think they're walking away in their heads going, oh, I just lied and pretended about that. I think they're just all about people pleasing. So I don't want to mix up people pleasing when you pretend to like something or agree with somebody unless it's got that piece attached to it where it's, it has some sort of toxic toxicity attached to it where you start, you know, sabotaging or saying the opposite to other people. So I think it has to have that element of, of, what is, what word am I looking for? Well, I think the key to, to this is there's that element of wanting to avoid conflict. Yeah, which is different than people pleasing. Exactly. There's a totally different energy. People right there. pleasing, you're you're trying to make that person happy, um, you know, at yes. all costs. Because right. people pleasing, trying to make somebody happy and uh doing uh pretending to agree, avoiding avoiding conversation. Because you're you're concerned about that person. You want them to be happy. Whereas this one, you're concerned about yourself and you just want to avoid con- conflict at all costs because it's uncomfortable for you. Perfect. Perfectly said. Thank you for, as we go went through that to kind of figure that out, because we're talking out loud and figure that out. But, but it's I, an important I, distinction because you're right. Like, I don't want all the people, ple- well, and people pleasing, maybe we should have a podcast on that too, because you can't write it down because that's a biggie. <laughs> it's a huge thing. And we, you know, that's just, 
you're setting yourself up for a lifetime of hurt if you <laughs> if yes. you are a people pleaser. So, but for all those people pleasers who are out there, I don't want you to now think that I'm a passive aggressive. No, you're you not. are not. A <laughs> you're a people pleaser and stay tuned for that yeah. podcast coming. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So here's number four deflection. Mm -hmm. So that's the tendency to deflect blame rather than take responsibility for mistakes. Mm -hmm. And that is definitely uh, a passive aggressive sort of tendency. Mm -hmm. We just have to take responsibility. Like, again, it's coming from a place of lack for lack, taking lack of responsibility, lack of maturity. Um, You're just going to deflect and often just kind of play the victim, right? Yes. and that's just, you know, you know, oh, you're deflecting, you know, you're being in conversation. I know that people said, oh, you're just deflecting. You're just deflecting. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a very common thing to, to throw out at people. Um, so when somebody is deflecting, it's just avoidance. Again, it's just, it's just avoidance of clear communication. That's right. again, deflecting. Right. And they, t- they talk about, um, th- they can be unforgiving, self-righteous and hold grudges for mm-hmm. years. Yeah, because they're playing victim. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's it's not my fault. I, I'm deflecting onto you, but it's not my fault. It's your fault, right? Uh if but you hadn't if- done A, then I wouldn't have done B. So it's really your fault. That's just and that's also like kind of like gaslighting a little bit too. But but um I bet, I bet there's a lot of narcissists who are really good at being passive aggressive individuals too. I have to oh, think about yeah. that. But yeah, so deflection. Don't deflect, you know, um don't don't play victim when uh you are not the victim. Uh own your stuff and you know accept it and, and move on. Mm-hmm. Uh I think sometimes those of us who are not passive aggressive can on occasion deflect uh in conversation for sure. It doesn't make us a passive aggressive individual just means that sometimes we might have that tendency to mm, get a little mad once in a while and not take full responsibility for something, but that doesn't make you passive aggressive unless it's something you're doing on the regular. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so next one, silent sabotage. Mm. So actively working behind the scenes to destroy a person's project relationship or reputation is another form of passive aggressive behavior. Um, yeah. I mean, well, that's just pure evil. I was going to say pure evil. That's just pure evil. That's like um, I'm actively figuring out how I can sabotage trying something to destroy in your you. World. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's active passive aggressiveness. Oh my God. Yeah, We're spreading gossip, rumors, like, and and again, it goes back to what you're saying. Their own deep rooted insecurities, which they might not even realize that they have, but that's how this might present, you know, mm-hmm. they're trying, if they have their own insecurities and um, what does it say here? For example, in a 2013 study of undergraduates, researchers concluded that passive aggressive behavior may relate to an inner insecurity regarding one's value or worth, particularly with respect to authority figures. Mm. So that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I just, those people scare me. Those people scare me too, because they really have no vision except for me and what's important to my world and how I'm feeling regardless of of anybody else. It's a little bit, it's a little bit sociopathic too. It's just like, it's just me. That's what, that's who matters is me and nothing else really matters. Yeah. And taking no 
like a complete disregard for the potential consequences for that person that you're silently sabotaging, you know, like I, um, I'm drawing a blank on her name right now. She's, she's written a couple books, a girl, wash your face. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yes. I forget her name. (laughs) We'll think of it and we'll put it in the notes, but um, we'll put it in the notes. She told a story. And again, I can't remember where I heard this. I think, you know what? I was listening to her audio book, the second, the sequel to girl, wash your face, girl, stop Mm -hmm. apologizing, girl, stop apologizing. I can't talk. So in that book, she talks about how, and I don't know if she ever found out who did this, but someone So they had their own kids, but they were also foster parents. Mm -hmm. Someone called Rachel Hollis, Rachel Hollis. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Someone called CPS on them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And she's like, you have no idea how terrifying that was because if they don't like one thing, like they will rip your kids away from you. Not just the kids we were fostering, but my own children. Like that's just someone like out to just destroy. And, and, and that's what I mean. Like with complete disregard to potential consequences, like, Mm -hmm. I wonder if that person actually thought that through and, you know, like really thought about what could potentially happen to this family, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it's just, it's just insane to me. Well, yeah. And I, I think that a lot of people don't consider what their words and actions will actually do. I think they just come from a place of how I'm feeling and what yeah. I feel I need to do without thinking through what, you know, that's a whole another podcast without right. thinking through options and alternatives. And, you know, it, you know, if I do this, then what, well, if I do this, then what? And, but I think these people that are, are so full of anger and hate and they don't care you know, they yeah. just don't care. And, and that just gets back to, again, um, you know, I think there's a lot of mild, more mild, passive aggressive that doesn't feel good, but, th- but that behavior comes from a, from a sort of a, a lack and sort of an insecurity where this one is literally, I'm actively planning to, to mess up your life. Right. So uh, I think that comes from a whole, a whole energy that's a, on a whole different level when you're actually actively doing this. Cause most passive aggressive humans I think they do their piece and they kind of walk away in avoidance right yeah and this is different than that yeah this is pretty severe pretty severe we don't yeah Ugh. um how about intentionally failing to follow through <laughs> non-compliance <laughs> so again we oh. want to separate you know, there's lots of things that people, we have lots of expectations on ourselves from ourselves and from other people in our world. And sometimes we won't get something done, but it's not intentional. It's not like I'm not going to do that. That's, this is where we draw the line um, between, you know, intentional and non-intentional. We forget, sometimes we forget to do stuff, you know, and, and that's just the way it is. We got busy. It wasn't on the top of our list. Uh, we didn't write it down on our list and it, it just, it skipped our mind and it wasn't intentional and it didn't come from a place of, I didn't want to do it, but this is basically saying, for example, they said, your roommate asks you to start taking out the trash. You don't outright say no, but then you just don't start doing it either. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah but you really never are going to put it on your list because it's not something you're going to do, but you're just doing the yes thing. Yeah. 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 To shut them up. Right. Yeah. It's so, like the, the other one agreeing, pretending to agree, pretending to agree. That's exactly it. Like it's, it's very similar. And so if, again, uh, if you're not planning on following through with something and you know, you're not going to do it, you know, you got to take a moment to say, yeah, 
you know what, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but then you could have a conversation as to why you don't want to do that or, and then have a bigger conversation. But um, you just have to um, be honest with that because that's definitely going to come back around to you. I feel like all of this stuff is going to come back. It's always going to come back around for sure. It's all going to come back around. Um, let me see. Deliberately procrastinating on a task or a commitment can also suggest passive aggression here. So it's the same thing. It's, it's either saying, yeah, I'll do it. And then you never intend to do it. You take or forever. you just continue to, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You continue to say, and you procrastinate and yeah, I'm going to get to it. But again, but you never do. So yeah. that can really get frustrating in a relationship, especially, you know, I think of when you are in a situation where you have roommates or you're married and you're cohabitating, there are so, there's so much ebb and flow of what has to happen to run a household. Even if you're, you know, not just with marriage, especially with marriage with children, but like, no matter what, when you're in a house, you know, people are communally living and there's so many expectations we had to have on each other. We have to depend on each other to, you know, tell the truth and say, yeah, I got that. Okay. You got that. I got this. And you can count on me. Right. And you can count on me. Right. I'm not going to take advantage of the house. I'm not going to take advantage of the, of, of somebody else's time. I'm not going to say I'm going to do something and not do it. It's such like, why show up like that? That's just rude. Be impeccable with your word. Be impeccable with your word. Yes. And always do your best. We're always going to refer back to the four agreements, right? These people need to read the four agreements. Um, and then the very last one making excuses. So the example they give your friend asks you to help them move. You don't really want to, but instead of being honest with them, you tell them you have to work, which is untrue. Um, when your friend asks if you might be able to come by the following day, instead you make up a family obligation or another commitment. Uh, this excuse-driven behavior is passive-aggressive behavior because you're avoiding voicing your needs or wishes. Now, this one I think is a little softer because... <sighs> I agree. Because there's... I feel like in this particular example, I don't... I hate moving. I've moved so many times in my life. I absolutely hate it. So if... that, Like literally the last thing that I want to do is help you move <laughs> someone move which sounds horrible but I just it I just I don't know I just can't do it but it's like I wouldn't want to say that to you I wouldn't want to be like you know what okay so let's talk about that so what do we do if somebody asks okay let, let's just get real with this one yeah yeah what do we do if somebody asks us for a favor and we really just don't want to do it, but we don't want to be mean or hurt their feelings or all these excuses we're going to give ourselves for not telling them the truth. What do we, I mean, if you were to call me up and say, Kim, I'm moving and I really need some help packing boxes and I don't want to do that. Do I just say to you, Danielle, that sounds like a terrible idea and I hate moving and no, but I'll bring you by some food. I mean, like what am I well, supposed to say? So that's what I mean. Like, I feel like that would hurt someone's feelings way more than just telling a little white lie. Like, oh, I have to work. I'm so sorry. Oh, you know what? I'm going to a wedding or whatever. I have to wash but, my hair for an entire but, week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it would hurt more if that person then found out about the lie. Right. So it's kind of, this is a tricky one. It is tricky. Yeah. And I, I think I would have to have, I think what we should do is look at it in the to 
totality of passive aggressiveness. If you're not a passive aggressive person in any way, shape or form with these other examples. And once in a while you make a little excuse because you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings because you don't want to show up and do something as a favor. I got to give you a pass. I mean, I don't know if that's popular, but I got to give you a pass because here's the thing. I feel the same. This goes into setting boundaries too. Right. Right. We got to get, we have to set our boundaries with what we want to do and what we don't want to do. And I think once we decide, yeah, that's not something I want to do. Um, and that's, this comes up a lot, you know, when like, uh, you know, we get invited to go to, to somebody's, you know, gathering, oh, I'm having this big party, please come by, or I'm having a, you know, a jewelry party, or I'm having a whatever. And you're like, I don't want to buy anything. I don't want to like, but I want to support, but I don't want to, uh, you know, it's just, it's just easier to say, oh my gosh, I'm so busy, but that sounds like so much fun. And it just feels like a nicer way to get out of it. Yeah, I agree. I do. Right. And, you know, although I did like, I did like what you said earlier, you know, I just, I really don't want to do that, but I'll bring you food. (laughs) (laughs) I'll bring you food. But see, I would say that to you because we're good friends. Right. Right. Well, and I would we never know ask each other. anyone to help right. me move. I'm either. like, hell no, I'm not going to do that. But like, what? Like, yeah, I, I'll bring food. Sure. Yeah. I'll bring some alcohol at the end of the time. At the end, of, I'll go. bring you something. I'll pour. I'll right. pour wine at the end of the move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I think this one's a little bit softer. And I think if you're generally not a passive aggressive person to begin with, you get a pass in this one. And this is one of, the, one of the ones where I was like, I didn't realize that was a form of passive aggressive behavior. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But I think if you put it in together, like with a little soup or some of the other things, and this is just, you know, one of the other things that maybe somebody does, you know, it might be, it might have the energy of that if it's a continuous thing. Yeah. Um, but again, I, this is a softer one for me. I don't know if I was making this stuff, I would leave that one in there or not, but right. uh, certainly it's something to be looked at in uh, totality with the other ones. Yeah. So how to handle passive aggressive people. Hmm. Good. Yeah, this is good. And you know, here's the thing. So if we're if we're really thinking about, you know, standing in the shoes of somebody who's passive aggressive, they already don't have a lot of um self-confidence. They don't have a lot of self-worth, like we talked about. They're coming from a place of lack, a place of um not fear. feeling like they, yeah, fear. They don't really feel like they can speak their truth and be safe, you know. So they're coming from a place where they're gonna feel a little attacked, no matter attacked, I'd imagine. A yeah, no matter that. how <laughs> soft and sweet you come. Yeah. I think this is a really difficult one to navigate. Very difficult because you're right, with the I mean, the common theme here is insecurities right? So these people are, they tend to be pretty insecure. They're, like you said, comes from a place of lack, place of fear. And when you're in that space, your automatic response to anything is defense, right? Defense, defense, defense. Become instantly defensive, possibly aggressive, retaliatory, retaliatory, whatever that word is. Retaliatory retaliatory. Um, yeah, so it, it, it is hard. And I think you have to be prepared for that going in and, you know, keep, make sure that you're in a calm space, as calm as you can be, but still even being in that space and coming from a place of love, mm-hmm. be prepared for that person to not respond well, because I like, I, I, I feel like it finding a, pa- a super passive aggressive person who won't retaliate in this setting 
is like like you're just not going to find that <laughs> right right <laughs> you know? so you so you have to you have to sort of decide is it worth engaging yeah is it worth exactly. having the conversation right now what if is- this is somebody that you can cut out of your life and just like you know what i'm not dealing we're going to do a little yeah. In my ad edit delete, we're going to yeah. delete this person out of, out of the circle. Um, then fine. And you don't deal with it. Right. You don't right. engage, you know, that's the one thing is you don't engage with them. You don't get into it with them. You don't, you definitely don't engage. That's number one. But like, again, you, if, but this, if this is a family member, yeah. if this is somebody you're married to, mm-hmm. uh, if this is a boss mm-hmm. or a coworker, I mean, we've got, we've got to make some decisions about what we're going to do here. So what I always say in this circumstance is, Hey, I always start off and I'll tell me what you think about this. I always start off with like, Hey, I kind of have to have this uncomfortable conversation and I really don't know how to like begin it and feel comfortable with it. And so, um, are you okay? Sort of like helping me through because it's going to be kind of hard and see what the other person says. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. And then you kind of say like, so I, my feelings were really hurt the other day when you did, you know, X, Y, or Z. And I, I just, I wanted to just talk to you about like, are you okay talking about it? You just kind of gently like tiptoe into the mm-hmm. conversation. Right. I feel like an insecure person though, as soon as you say that first sentence, their guards already up and they're just not even going to hear anything else that you say. They're already, they're already thinking of a defense. Oh my God, she's attacking me. You know, like, you know what I mean? Yes. It's really hard. hard. Yeah. But what what are your, what are our options? You know? Right. I think that you could potentially start with the end, right? Like backwards. So maybe start by expressing um, your feelings. Like I'm feeling I'm feeling really sad or I'm feeling a little embarrassed or I'm feeling really um, let down or upset or whatever, you know, maybe start with how you feel mm-hmm. and then kind of go from there. I yeah, don't that's know. A good, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I think you just want to be able to get to the point where you're explaining the inconsistencies that you've seen mm-hmm. on their side, but by starting off with kind of letting your own guard down and explaining, you know, how how you're feeling in this particular moment Mm -hmm. um they might be a little bit more receptive and they might at least keep their ears open for a little longer or even more so as you're talking yeah as you're talking daniel i'm sort of like my head is going oh wait so one of the things about somebody who is passive aggressive is they're insecure right so working from that so what if we were to approach somebody and say um hey your feelings matter to me oh yeah you know, so now it's for, you know, I'm for you. I'm not going to talk about how I'm hurt right now. I'm going to talk about how, Hey, your feelings and how you view things are really, really important to me because I really care about you. And I'm noticing that there might, there, you know, the energy is a little off in a couple of things that have happened lately that, you know, had me wondering like how you're feeling about certain things. So if, so share with me, like, Hey, that day when I, you know, I asked you to, um, you know, would you mind, you know, doing X, Y, Z? And you said, yeah, no problem. And then like, you didn't do it. And you, like, you kind of got upset about it. I thought, oh my gosh, what's going on there? Like, talk to me about that. 
Yeah. Like, you know, what, what did you want instead? Maybe approaching it from that sort of a feeling. Yeah, no. And I actually, it's so funny because I didn't put this together, but I actually, I teach my athletes to do that. Okay. But I, I've never, like, I just kind of, the, I don't know. I was in a different field of thought. Like I haven't mm-hmm. related it to passive aggressive behavior. It's always been related to something else. Like, mm-hmm like an athlete, like not trying in practice and the effect that has on the team and that sort of thing. And, you know, I've talked to them about how to approach that athlete. And that is what I say, approach that, you know, cause you never know what's going on in that person's life. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt and just going up to them and saying, you know, I just want to check in with you. I haven't talked with you in a while. And I just want to check in, make sure everything's going okay. Um, you know, cause I've noticed, you know, whatever it is happening lately. And I just wanted to make sure all is well. And you know, that, you know, that I'm here for you if you want to talk or whatever, right. Just to kind of like backdoor it, if that makes sense. Right. And here's the thing. This is the thing that you have to be okay with by doing this. Cause we're going to, we're not going to take care of how pissed off we are. Right. It's not going to be about us. It's like, Hey, you made me feel X, Y, Z. You did this to me. You did this to me, or you had this behavior. You, 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 right. It feels like a finger pointing. We, we have to actually abandon that whole idea of just being honest and you know truthful with somebody to their face. And we're going to have to soft backdoor it and be about, Hey, like, just like you said, if we have any shot in hell of getting a communication of, of value going with this passive aggressive person, we're going to have to allow them their soft little place to sit and <laughs> to be able to communicate, yeah. to just like the flame of some sort of something, right? Which means we're going to have to show up caring about them, holding space for them and not attacking them in any way and just starting there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And again, though, like, you know, this is hard. This isn't easy because we're essentially putting our own feelings on hold in a situation, you know, that isn't, our fault. It's not our fault. And you, <laughs> you just know? want to slap them upside the exactly. head and tell them to stop it. Right. And it, it's, so it is difficult. And I think that's where you have to weigh how much the relationship means to you, how important it is to maintain this relationship, um, to see if it's worth it for you to kind of go through this. Cause it is going to be super challenging and draining. It is going to be challenging and draining. And again, you're right. You, if they are people in our lives that are going to be around kind of regardless, you can't delete out of the circle, then, um, we have to decide, are we, you know, what are we going to put up with? How, what are we going to manage through? And I think at least if we're going to try to make some headway, you're going to have to realize that you're going to have to navigate from a really strong place of love for this person. And, and not making about yourself, but really pouring into them some patience and some kindness so they can actually maybe at some point realize and maybe make some shifts for themselves. So I think that's exactly what has to happen. Right. Um, yeah. And we can do that if these people are important to us for sure. Yes. So yep. then how to avoid being passive aggressive. So if any of these examples uh, rang true to anybody in terms of your own behavior. Mm-hmm. So you want to do a little reflection and kind of see maybe, well, why am I showing up like that? And yeah, I kind of been told to be passive aggressive, but I didn't really realize it could show up in so many ways. Right. So in order to sort of lean into being in a more healthy communicator, uh, they offer a couple of different things. One of them is remind yourself of the consequences of your behavior. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you have to be somebody who gives a shit, 
<laughs> right? Well, and it has to be a situation that you give a shit about too. Exactly. Otherwise, yeah, I don't, whatever, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Next, yeah. give me something else I care about, right? So you yeah. kind of have to be somebody who gives a shit about other people and how you make them feel in order to want to do a little self-reflection on the consequences of your own behavior. So again, um, if you're somebody who doesn't care about other people, well, next. Yep. Um, yeah. But if you are, and you are, if this is sort of like, oh gosh, I don't want to be this person. And I have this tendency to do this. And maybe it's come from a lot of, you know, maybe it's come from childhood. Maybe it was a defense mechanism growing up. I mean, there could be all sorts of ways that you've just operated like this, this person and people have just put up with it, but you realize, yeah, this is, I, I don't want to be this person anymore. Now you can just get really curious, you know, about mm -hmm. why am I doing this? And instead of getting defensive, start to just be honest and just go, okay, here's some things I'm doing. What is my energy around that? And what, why am I lashing out like that? And yeah. like, and getting some examples of how else could I have said that? How else could I have communicated? Because I think the passive aggressive person doesn't stop and think and have that they have options. They, they, they operate, I think from emotion, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's pure emotion, right? Right out of the, right out of the gate, as opposed to right as we do so many times, like whenever you, you have a negative emotion happening, you got to take a moment, think about what's going to come out of your mouth next, as opposed to just having it come out of your mouth Yeah. and, and reflecting on, okay, what do I want to say here? And making sure that that is delivered in a kind and honest way. So getting curious rather than defensive is uh, really, really important. Yeah. Uh, they also say, try experimenting with assertive communication. Mm -hmm. Um, so assertive to me just means it's the opposite of passive aggressive, assertive, I, assertive sounds like aggressive, like a very aggressive sort of a word to me, mm -hmm. but I just think it just means coming from truth and clarity. Yeah. You know, asserting clar clarity, asserting truth, um, being, you know, caring and communicative in an honest way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes, you know, the truth is hard to hear sometimes, but it, it, the way it's given and the, in the energy of kindness, it makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, and you know, you can, I think you can begin, you know, with baby steps in this and maybe mm -hmm. just, um, asking questions to get more, clarification on something mm -hmm. um instead of like if someone says something like if let's go back to that project example if someone wants to change something in the project and instead of emotionally responding with um in your head right because they're, they're going to agree they're going to pretend to agree but instead of emotionally responding in your head with no or like getting upset about it or whatever not wanting to to give it a chance maybe instead in that situation ask a question mm -hmm. well, what do you mean can you tell me more about that Right. 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 I don't know. Yeah. Asking questions. Yeah. I think that's always a good way to go in a, in a lot of different like soft, scenarios. Yeah. Like a soft approach. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Cause an example they give here would be to start saying something like, I'm not, I'm not sure that I totally agree with that. That can be hard. It, it says it's a small adjustment to help them feel safe enough to communicate directly. But that to me seems um, like that would be a little bit hard 
to say when you're when you're stepping into and just becoming more familiar with this realm of being more assertive i think right. that might be a little that's bit a little yeah that's taking a few steps ahead i i think yeah. so, a softer approach on that one would be um oh my gosh that's so interesting let me Can think you on tell that. me more tell yeah. me more about why you tell me yeah. More. yeah tell me more which is always a, tell me more yeah uh, or even I think what, that's always what you were saying let me think about it you know even that is giving you some time instead of that emotional you know, pretending to agree or agreeing and then just not doing it, right? Um, it's going to give you, if you ask questions, a little bit more clarification directly from the source right in the moment, or it'll give, if you say, um, you know, let me think on that for a little bit, it'll, it will give you more time to think about it, and then you can come back to questions later or whatever. But yeah, I think I'm not so sure. I totally agree with that. That That is a little, I think that's hard for a lot of people. Who I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It's uh, definitely got a, a little bit softer approach as we're learning to, you know, again, speak more in truth. Yeah. And again, like, the, like all these, you know, things in life where we're trying to be better, no matter what it is, as a communicator, as a, as a friend, as whatever, like if you need help with that, like it's always good to, you know, talk it through with somebody you trust in your life or, you know, or get a therapist or a counselor or a life coach or, you know, cause that's a nice safe space where you're not going to be judged, mm -hmm. you know, and you'll be able to work out some of your reasons. Cause at the end of the day, again, <clears throat> with a passive aggressive personality, we're dealing with the outcome of the insecurity. What we have to get to is why are we insecure? Right. Why do we feel like we need to behave in that way? We got to get to the root of the problem. Right. Because that, that requires a lot of work. That's and work. You might not be able to do it on your own. Right. Yeah. And the root of the problem is also causing other things in your life to not be as good as possible. One of them being the way you communicate to other people in mm -hmm. this passive aggressive way, but guarantee to you, <laughs> that if you go deep because of all your insecurity and and your and you're feeling uh, in lack this is affecting every single part of your life right probably it's probably affecting your personal happiness it's probably affecting uh, how you navigate you know even for your own happiness yeah it, there's a lot there to be looked at so anybody who's you know trying to help somebody who's got a passive aggressive tendency or that you see that in yourself this is just one of the ways it's it's showing itself. So really take the time to dig in with somebody you trust to try to get to the root of why you're doing this. And then, gosh, if you could solve that, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, I think life would be amazingly different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So cheers to honest, loving, kind, pouring of words and passive aggressive behavior is like a terrible yucky stale old wine that should be poured out into the into the into the sink never to be drank again i did not know where you were going with that i wasn't expecting you to say wine that's so funny or like old coffee that's been old coffee it's yucky it's yeah, yeah. no that yeah. has to be poured down the sink uh yes. and we need to open a new bottle of good yep. communication. Absolutely. So yep. that's what we're pouring today. And yes, so this was a great episode. And if you uh, know any passive aggressive people, now you know a little bit more about what, uh, what they, where the roots are and what we have to do to try to help them if we decide to help them, if we want to keep them in our life. But between you and me, Danielle, that's pretty much a hard delete. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. 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 I'm there with yeah. you. Okay. Well, All right. have a great week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Well, that was a fun little walk down passive aggressive lane, wasn't it? I think the message is let's not be passive aggressive. It doesn't look good. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't feel good. So let's not do it. So um, if you're somebody who is struggling with that, certainly you can reach out to Danielle and I at any time and we can um, help you either navigate it um, in terms of dealing with others or even help you get through some of that um, with yourself. So do not hesitate to reach out because we would love to chat with you. And of course, you can find all of our contact information in the show notes. And we just want to thank you for being here. We want to thank you for showing up and listening and being part of our little crew. And we really want to grow it. So if you find value in what we're sharing, please, please, please share and head on over to Apple iTunes and give us a little rate and review and and share it with friends. Just let them know that we're over here talking and we've got some fun stuff to talk about. So in the meantime, we love you and go pour into yourself and others and we will see you next time. Bye. Mm-hmm.